This is Speaking of Sports, a weekly podcast where we give you our take on sports' biggest stories and news. I'm your host, Ray Scipione, along with Coach Al Harris, Chad the Whiz Kid Grimley, and the Godfather, Chuck Grimley. Speaking of Sports is sponsored by Grimley Financial and produced by WildfirePodcast.com. We are back. We are not happy. There's a lot to get to, so let's uh, dive in. Let's dive right in, people. Hope hope, hope everyone had a great week. Uh, and uh, let's get right into the Philadelphia Phillies. Let's jump in. What the hell is going on, gentlemen? Well, allow the stats to tell a quick story um they're almost worse in in defensive run saved um they don't run the bases worth a darn their hitting's been actually okay in, in some ways okay uh but they're not hitting with the runners in scoring position uh when their pitching is era is five two oh something like that down at the bottom um, take a look at the ERAs of the relievers except one guy, and nothing's working. Now, there's a bunch of surprises. It is early, and some of this will change. But you have to be really concerned. Re- of all the things I just mentioned, right. do you think they'll suddenly feel better? Yes or no, right? <laughs> I don't. This okay. doesn't magically happen. Al, will they suddenly pitch better? Uh, I hope so. They pitch better because... The, it looked like they had a half decent four or five starters, it but looked it. but you know yeah. with them not scoring those runs early yeah. and maybe giving more confidence to the guys on the mound, yeah. it's always Chad, like Chad. Will they hit off the bench? Well, let me talk about pitching. They're definitely going to pitch better because you got Noel and Eflin with ERAs in the five. Wheeler's a nine. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna settle. I'll, I'll buy the settle. I'll buy the nine, and I won't raise you on the five because I th- Noah could be a five. You think Noah's gonna finish the year with a five plus set, ERA? This is great. Set the over under, and we're recording all this stuff that we do each podcast for the end of the year. Yes. Set the over under on Noah, and we'll do our typical dinner. Even though you you your alligator arms under you ever five, see, eh. you ever see under Chad, five. <laughs> you ever see Chad go for a dinner table? Well, he does. He hands him your credit card. <laughs> That's right. He's very he's good at that. I'm good at it. I know what are, I'm doing. So, are, are you setting it at five, bud? No, I think that's that's way too high. Yeah, that's, that's under I, five. I, I under five. Please, Absolutely. Please, please. I think four seven. Oh, jeez. No. Four four five. Oh, no, four, four five. But there's a big difference between five and four seven. Oh, oh yeah, there yeah. is. But All right, I'm, so it's I'm, four five. It's four, four five. five. Yes. All right, four, four, I'm five. over. I'm over with Nolan for the season, four or five. Yeah, I, I don't. I would love to see him get under four, but those days are gone They're when gone. he th- when he threw a lot of They're innings gone. like three years ago and so forth. And I'm just curious with the little substance on the ball. Do you think that might have affected Nola a well, little bit? You know, that's going to be a, an argument that everyone's going to have. Uh, you know, it's. Look at Cole now since they restricted all that stuff. He can't throw a strike. No more spider tack and he it. can't yeah, throw the ball. That's crazy. Yeah. That's universal. But so are they going to pinch hit better? <sighs> no. No. So, Ray, they don't hit cuts. They don't retreat balls out of the corner. Why is that when 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 the, when the uh, when Harper's in center field, 
they're slow into the corners and they don't hit cuts. But it's a good question for Boa. The runners are advancing like crazy. Uh, who's making plays at shortstop? No, um, no one. Uh, but they hit a lot of home runs. <laughs> They Second got, most in baseball, fift- if you 15, just do the numbers. They got 15 home runs as a team. Yeah. Um, hey, look, they're four and a half games back. Yeah, it's not panic, Yes, they huh? are in last. Yeah. You it's, know, last. Yeah. And you know who's leading the team in home runs right now? Yes, I do. Our former Our leadoff hitter, Kyle Schorber. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you put, him where, <laughs> you put him where he belongs in the lineup, and he hits three, four it's home runs. Just three home runs in the past, like, four or five games or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of them was against a lefty. Well, I believe was. a lot of people thought that he let, up for, let off for a lot longer than he did. I think last year he only let off 27 or 37 27 games. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. correct. But here's what you'll get in the Delaware Valley, the uh, back and forth on Schwarber as a leadoff hitter. His lifetime uh, career stats against lefties are really bad, like 210, something like that. His last year, a very limited, uh, small sample size, he had, a, he had a good year against lefties. So people will present last year's data as that he can hit lefties. Coach? What's going on, Bo? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, Bo. Thanks for calling Morning. in. Morning. All right. Coach, we were just discussing the uh, you know, the Phillies going going over some statistics and, and we thought of you as we were talking about uh some defensive issues. Um what's your take early on on uh defensively, coach? Well, I think I I think we knew going in defensively we weren't gonna all win gold gloves, but uh you know, I think for the last uh, couple, two or three games, defense hasn't been the issue really. Early it was. Uh, I just think the inconsistency right now of the way we're playing in general, uh, I, I do believe this team's going to hit. This is too good a lineup not to hit. And, uh, you know, the inconsistencies, like I said, if you don't put everything together, you're going to lose games. You know, we might get a good pitch game, then the bullpen might do something bad, or we might get – a good pitch game and we don't score runs or we score runs and we don't get a good pitch game. And you guys know when you play baseball, you gotta, you gotta combine the three, you know, pitching defense and offense. And when you do that, good things happen. You know, the only good thing happening right now is it's early in the year. And I don't like using that word, but uh, there hasn't been that many games. So, and the shortened spring training, I think has a lot to do with velocity on some of our pitchers. As you guys know, that a power pitcher, it takes full six weeks spring training right. to get the velocity back on the fastball. So I, I'm really not concerned at all. I'm, I'm a little concerned about the inconsistencies with the offense. and But I do think that'll be that'll be straightened out real quick. Bo, this is Chuck. <clears throat> Thanks for joining us. If you, were making the, if you were making the lineup and you had data that told you that Schwarber against lefties – lifetime uh was dismal you know like 210 something like that right but in a smaller sample size last year like 27 games against lefties he, he did darn good would you be looking at the lifetime data uh before you put him in there batting leadoff or would i mean we all disagree with him as a leadoff hitter he strikes out over 30 percent of the time that's staggering if you look at all the guys that have led baseball in strikeouts He's right there at the top of that list. And when you roll the lineup over late, you have a lefty with Harper lefty, so they're going to bring in a lefty. We just we just don't see him as a candidate to bat leadoff. But we want your candid opinion. 
Well, you know what? I, I, I do think that Joe's starting to, to experiment a little bit with somebody hitting somebody else hitting in the leadoff spot. You know, if you really analyze the last, this is Joe's third year as a manager. They haven't had a regular spring training yet, if you think about it. And usually in spring training, you get to experiment uh, your batting order, who's hitting in front of you, who's hitting behind you. We haven't had, Joe has not had that opportunity to do that. Three years, which is, uh, when you, I, I've heard of shortened spring trains, but three years in a row, there's been something going on. Uh, but I do think watching the last couple of games, he's changed that lineup a little bit. He's dropped Schwarberg down, which, you know, I, I sort of agree with the way he's sort of putting that together now, the lineups. Uh, you know, I guess somebody said, uh, I, I haven't checked the reports as of today, but I think Odubel Herrera is close to coming back. So, I mean, you could throw him up there at the top. You could put Segura at the top. Uh, but I do think Joe is trying to do exactly what you said. You know, you get Schwarbor and, uh, and, uh, and Harper, they're right there. It's very easy to bring a left-handed pitcher. And I'm not saying those guys, those guys are going to hit left-handed. They're good hitters, but it's going to make it easier for the opposing manager. And I do think Joe's trying to remedy that by, by changing it up a little bit. And I think the game, particularly the last game, they had a different line. Last couple games, they've had a different lineup, and they put some runs on the board. They, they, they certainly have. And, and, Bo, one thing I would love to see is Segura at the top of that lineup. The reason why, he hits lefties and righties career-wise. He's, he's neck and neck right there on both of them. He hits them both. And then you got a guy like Schwarber right now. He, he's leading the team in home runs. He's got power. He can be utilized right. right. If you can com- combine him with Castellanos, Harper, Schwarber, some combination of those three. Naturally, Harper probably has to be third. Right. I think you can have a really high-scoring team, but you got to utilize it right because Segura is such a good contact hitter. He does have some speed, and it's there's going to be some combinations that play out, but I think once we get that down and once that really is, is flowing, we're going to see a team that can score a lot of runs here. I agree 100% on that. And, you know, I think I'm looking at the other thing, too. Uh, you know, I'm, I know the Mets, they they made a lot of good changes and they're pitching really good without even Degrom in there, and uh, and Walker Walker's missed a couple starts, so that I don't know how good, how long that's going to go on. But to me, right now, they're probably and it's early. It's trust me, it's early. They're probably the team you got to watch out for. Atlanta's not playing that good right now, and they've had their share of injuries. They're going to get Acuna back real soon, uh, and I look for that team to be very competitive. And the Phillies are going to be right in this thing. Uh, To me, the wild card here, and the reason I say it's a wild card, I don't think they're going to win the division, but I think they're going to put a lot of other teams in dire straits because of their pitcher. That's Miami. Miami's got some great arms. If they had any any kind of offense, they would be a scary team, but they don't score enough runs. But that team, I watched watched, uh, last night's game, and (laughs) – they have some arms down there, and I think the fact that you play them 19 times, each each team in our division, they're going to create some havoc in that division. Believe me, I think the team that handles Miami the best, this is my own opinion, is going to come out on top in this in this East. Hey, because we're going to mark that down, Bo. That's a fascinating opinion. Take the, the win loss record against Miami, and that could be your yep. division winner. And, and you know, as you well know, you guys are great baseball fans. We have not had very much success with uh, Miami and I don't know what it is down there especially when we go down there we, we just we do not hit uh, they get big hits they get two out hits they make all the plays they get good pitching uh, you know and people ask me you know 
when I'm when I'm going to different events. Is there something to that in your head? There is something to that. When you when you keep playing a team and you keep going down there and they keep beating you, whether it's two to one or nine to eight, there is something to that. It's, it's, it's you almost say, man, they must have our number down here. But yet, when that team comes up here, we play them. We can go head to head with them. But when we go down there for some reason, and we got to clean that up really quick because. Just recently, they took three out of four from us, and we're going to be playing them a lot more down there. So we're going to we're going to have to find a way to beat them. And maybe it's, this is stretching it a bit, Bo. But doesn't the lack of baseball atmosphere down there work against you a little bit too? Like, there's absolutely no vibe whatsoever. Yeah. You can hear a pin drop. You know, I, I agree with. Although I will say this: uh, when the Phillies were there, there were pretty good crowds there because that was their that was their opening series because they started out on the road. But I agree, you know, the, the crowd gets you psyched up. The crowd gets the energy flowing. Uh, and I'm, I'm watching, you, you talk about another team that's, that's playing decent right now, but Oakland, two and 3,000 people coming to the game. You got, that's like playing a, a spring training game. I watched the girls' softballs last night, and they had that many in the stadium. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Ever... And, and, and sometimes, you know, as a baseball player, you come to the park, maybe you're tired a little bit or things aren't going well. But as soon as you take the field, you hear 35,000, 40,000 people screaming and yelling. That get that gets you all juiced up to play, believe me. Would you ever give any thought to using Schwarber as a platoon? Let me develop that a little bit. Uh, and I pronounce all these names wrong, and I always will. Uh, but Alex Baum, <laughs> for lack, uh, he really annihilates left-handed pitching. Chad, you got some numbers on him, right? I think it was 289. Uh, so far, career against against yeah, the he's like a three hundred hitter basically. Yeah, a three hundred hitter in him against the opposite side. Schwarber's numbers against the righties are unbelievable. If that was your platoon player, wow, what offense you have blended by the two of them. That's not going to ever. Well, be. you know, I I I think that you can you know if Bohm keeps playing the way he's playing right now, he's going to be playing every day in my opinion. If he keeps swinging the bat, he's making plays better. You know he's. I really believe that when Bone has his uh, problems in the field, it relates to a lot of what's going on at home plate. If he's 0 for 18 or 0 for 20, and and this is some, sometimes you have to look at that as a young player that he needs to mature a little bit as far as hey, when I'm in the dugout, I worry about the offense. When I'm in the field, I worry about defense. And I think he's he's trying at his best. This kid works. I'm gonna tell you right now, this kid works as hard as anybody I've ever seen, and it, and I'm very happy that the last four or five games that he's played. He's, he's been successful not only offensively but defensively. But I, I, there's no way I'm going to platoon Schwarber. I, I, you know what? When you pay guys like him and Castellano, you know, they make too much money. And it, it, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice with them because I really believe that and you guys have seen Schwarber. When he gets hot, you know, it, it, nobody can get him out. And I like him. I like him where he's hitting down the lineup. He's down. There's men on base. And uh, – We'll see how this plays out. Yeah, I hear you, and I agree with you 100%. I've just come back raising anybody saying, if you saw his numbers against the elite lefty closers, Josh Haters of the world, they're under 120. I mean, when a game's on the line late and they're going to bring one of those left-handed monsters in, it looks like he has no chance. That's the problem. I mean, that's the problem. Well, and, and, and you know what? That That's why if you split that up a little bit where a guy's got to face three hitters, you know, I'm still letting Schwarber hit, but I want somebody right-handed hitting behind him where it's not going to be easy. Maybe two guys hitting behind him right-handed. Yeah, where it's not. Yeah, because if you have just one, and you know you can pitch around the right-handed hitter. But I, I like two guys hitting behind him, the right-handed, 
and we have guys that can do that. You know, you got Hoskins, you got JT. We we that lineup is a dangerous lineup, and I know people are people are frustrated right now, and I am too. But I'm I'm 12 games, and I've I've seen too many things happen in uh, in uh, in a short period of time where you can't you can't overreact to this. Coach, um, do guys like Bohm come up to you in spring training and 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 talk to you about you know some of the problems they're having or or do you go up to them and just, you know, say, listen, I, you know, I picked this up. Maybe you want to try this or how's that work out? You know what? I, I think, I think in Bohm's case, the, the guys have been around go up to talk to him. You know, when you're a young guy and I'm not saying they're intimidated by coming up to guys that have played a long time or anything, but they're sort of standoffish, but I've got a good relationship with him and I've talked to him a few times and, uh, I, I just want this kid to do so good because his work ethic is off the charts. He, he just lets sometimes he gets in, in the way of himself. He gets, you know, he, he overreacts sometimes about if he makes an error and he, it carries over. It just doesn't stop there, you know. And once he figures this out, which I do believe he's going to figure out, I think he's going to be a solid player. Is he ever going to win a gold glove? No. But he's going to be a player where you, if you're a coach, you're going to say, you, you never want to have a player out there where you say, please don't hit the ball to so and so. I don't think he's going to be that kind of player. I, I really don't. And I might, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think he's going to start making routine plays. And especially if he keeps hitting, I think you're going to see a different attitude. And, and you see this kid's going to play with more confidence. And I think we forget, Coach, how, how young these guys are. You know what I mean? Well, DD's not young, Coach. It's not time to put a fork in DD. Uh, I know you're not going to say, yeah, Chuck, it's time to put a fork in DD. But <laughs> <laughs> bad question. Where I framed it. Sorry. But. Are we starting to have legitimate concerns about Didi? Uh, I'm not concerned yet. Uh, I, I know he's making plays now that he didn't make last year. And in all fairness to Didi last year, he played hurt. He had an elbow problem. He couldn't throw. And he wants to play every day. But, you know, you got to think guys like Segura and uh, and Didi, they're both – this is their last year on their contracts. And usually, I hate to say this, but it's all over baseball. When a guy has his, is on his last year of a contract and he wants to keep playing, they usually turn it up a notch, so I'm, I'm I think both these guys want to keep playing. So I'm I'm looking for some some things to happen offensively for both of these guys. That's going to help our team. I really am. And you know what? And Joe and Joe's Joe's also mixing in uh, Stott to play short, and uh, the the with Cabrera, the guy that uh, we got from Atlanta, who's doing a good job. Uh, you know, so you can you can mix and match out there if you want. I was bringing up a pitcher from the from the minor leagues. You want to hear your uh, feedback on this kid? Yeah, what can you tell us, Bo, about Francesco Morales? Supposed to have a real live arm, and I've been reading something lately that uh, he looks like a real good prospect for the future. Have you seen him throw? Yeah, I've seen him throw a couple times, but not enough to make an evaluation. He's got a good arm. There's no question about that. He's one of the top prospects in our organization. Uh, I'm not concerned about our starting pitching yet. And when I say yet, because I, I'm waiting to see when they have the full six weeks. Uh, you know, usually in spring training, you go through a dead arm period. And, and we have not gone through that because we haven't been there this long. So I, I'm still looking for velocity to, to pick up, especially with uh, with wheels. I think that's going to pick up to 96, 97. Uh, Eflin's been pitching all right. Um uh, you know, I, I, and, and Nola, he could keep making one bad pitch, but his last art, uh, outing was all right. I, I'm not concerned about our starting pitch because I think this offense is going to score runs. 
And these guys can breathe a little bit out there. They don't have to worry about, oh, if I make a mistake in the third inning, we're going to lose this game. I, I do think once this offense picks up, it's going to it's going to take a lot of pressure off not only the defense but the pitching staff. Hey, Bo, I think Sir Anthony seems to be throwing a lot looser and so forth. I think they've been squeezing him a tiny bit there. Uh, you know, he's getting 0-2. Next thing you know, it's 3-2. and And I know there's a play this last week where it was right in the triangle there, the rectangle. And it's sort of disheartening, I think, to these young pitchers when they don't get the pitch. The next thing you know, they walk somebody, and now you're in trouble. Right. I think I think what happens is that Sir Anthony, uh, I like what I see so far. You know, it uh, looks like he's back. Uh, but you're right. Well, but but on the other side of the coin, I don't know, don't always look at that triangle up there because uh, it's the angle. But let's let's be honest here. When you get 0 and 2, you can't miss four times there. You know uh, whether it's close or not. And and the stuff that Sir Anthony has, he can he, he has no idea. That stuff's explosive. You can challenge hitters. And I know you don't want to throw it down the middle because. These guys will hit a jet if it's 110, if it's down the middle. But, <laughs> but the bottom line is, you know, uh, and I think he's still getting his feet wet. Let's face it, this guy's been out over a year. But he's going to help us out down the stretch here. Uh, I shouldn't say down the stretch, during this coming year because uh, he's got great stuff. There's no question about so, that. So, Bo, did you text your buddy Madden the other night after he walked Sigurd intentionally with bases loaded and say, what the hell? I just, I just put a quick couple question marks like, and, you know, he, you know I've, hey, as a manager, when you have a gut feeling and you feel that your pitcher can't get this guy out, sometimes it's better to give up one. But as it turned out, it backfired and he was under scrutiny. So when it backfires, you got to take the heat. Coach, would you ever do that? No, I would never walk in a room. Slight pause. You know what? I got because there's too many things that can happen. The guy could hit a line drive at somebody. He could hit him with a double play. And boy, strikeouts are up. You could strike out. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I might say, hey, be careful here, but no, I, I, I'm not going to give up a run, just a free run. But when you talk about strikeouts, Rob, I look at the data. It's alarming. Uh, home runs are down. Hits are down. Batting average the other day was 232 for baseball. Like, wow. Uh, and I know uh, you enough uh, as a strategist and a student of the game that shifts or something – that are derived out of you know studying and, and, and the charts and all that and the data. But uh, I'm going the other way now with shifts, looking at what it's doing baseball. How do you feel when you look at the batting averages on, on the decline? Next year it looks like they're going to eliminate the shifts. What's your reaction to that? Well, first of all, I'm not – hey, you know what? If it, if it creates more action, I'm all for it. But on the other side – well, on the other side of the coin – if you're a big league hitter, you should be able to manipulate the bat a little bit. And I'm not asking for guys to hit 45, 50 home runs. But you get guys that hit 10 or 15 home runs, and they have a shift on every time you're up there, you should be able to hit a ball the other way. And and they, and I think the biggest thing here is that people look at all this data, and they see all these strikeouts, and they don't understand sometimes. And I'm just throwing this out here because I've done it a few times. If you've got a guy struggling and striking out a lot, and you put a hit and run on with him, it's unbelievable how much he concentrates a little bit more saying, hey, i got to put this ball in play, so I'm going to shorten up here. Uh, and I think the strategy of this game is creating this uh, people getting turned off by – there's no hit and run, there's no steals, there's no squeezes. Uh, and I think if we can put that – I'm not saying every team should do it, but if you start putting that into play a little bit more, you'd be shocked at some of these hitters 
that when they hit and runs on, the first thing in their mind is saying, hey, the guy on first that we're putting the hit and run on is not a speed guy. I got to put this ball in play. It makes you concentrate a little bit more. And a computer doesn't tell you that. A computer says, oh, don't put a hit and run on because he straight swings and misses too much. Well, you know what? Sometimes it works the other way. You might get a guy to concentrate. I heard Mike Schmidt with a gale blowing out at Wrigley Field. Danny Ozark was a manager, and I even shook my head when I heard it. He was struggling, and he told Danny, he says, hey, let's not be afraid to put a hit and run on with me. And I'm going, Schmitty, that flag's blowing straight out at 50 miles an hour. You can hit one off your knuckles and hit one out. But, I mean, that was his mentality that he wanted to get back into the flow and maybe concentrate a little bit more and hit the ball the other way. But you got a, a great player like him going up to the manager and saying, hey, I wouldn't mind putting a hit and run on here. I mean, things like that stand out in my mind. Yeah, well stated. To be clear, however, if it's going to increase the action uh, and thrills of baseball, you would be an advocate of eliminating the shifts next year. You'd be okay with it, to be clear. I really don't want to eliminate the shift. But, okay. but if, if I'm going to get more action, because uh, I'm a, I, as much as I love – and I love baseball, believe me. It's my, been in my, it's been in me for in my DNA for so long. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I I'm watching some games. And I'm just I'm not saying Phillies. I'm watching baseball in general. And I in the fifth or sixth inning, I'm just I'm like man, I, I'm not gonna watch. I, I watch all the Philly games, but I watch other games. Usually, I watch them first pitch to last. I'll end up walking away because I, I it's hard to watch. No, I, I was just thinking. Uh, our buddy Mitch used to say. Uh, about the guns, I'm thinking of the radar guns, and and you know, talking about the game today. There's a guy in t- college pitcher in Tennessee throwing 104. I mean, all the all these guys, coach. It just seems like it, it's got to be something. It can't just be that all these guys showed up in the last 10 years throwing 100 and, and, miles and, an hour. And Bo, before you answer that, if I could just set the other part of the the, 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 the table. What I'm seeing when I, I follow these pitch charts after the game and during the game, it's a no-life thing that I do. My wife says, you're doing what? And I said, hon, on ESPN, they show you the pitch box and chart and where, where the pitchers are going. She goes, okay. Uh, these The pitchers today, how they control the black. Bo, it's, I don't ever see pitches down the middle. <laughs> I mean, very rarely do you see a fat pitch. I mean, they're, they're, they're throwing 98. They're, they're cutting it. They're splitting it. It's diving down, but it's also on the black. I mean, to hit in today's game looks impossible when you look at the 98-mile-an-hour guy is better in terms of his skill on what he can do with the baseball. True? Well, I'm not sold on this gun stuff because I faced a guy like Nolan Ryan, J.R. Richard, Tom Seaver, Bob Gibson. I'm going to tell you right now, these pitches that I'm watching, they're, those guys that I just mentioned, they throw just as hard, maybe even harder. So I'm not into the gun thing. You can put that gun. You can have it. You can speed it up. You can slow it down. You can do whatever you want with it. So I'm, when these guys are 98, 99, 100, and I look back at some of the guys that I face, it's exactly the same. So I, and and the the difference is, the guys that I face, they had command, and they weren't afraid to dust you. You know, you very seldom you see guys get dusted inside, inside, inside. You'll see one pitch inside, the next four are away. It, when we play, those guys, those pitchers had a different attitude. They were mean out there, and so it was. It, it was a lot. It was a lot more difficult to hit guys like that because you didn't know what what their thought process was. You know, they're saying, "Oh, hey man, I, he just threw two balls away. I better be heads up here." But you know, that doesn't go on now. And, you know, when a guy throws one up and in, they they pound their heart like my bad. 
Can you imagine uh, Nolan Ryan saying that to somebody after he throws one up and in? It just didn't happen. Pete Rose always said a lot of players came up with a stomach virus when you went in and had to face uh, J.R. Richard, Nolan Ryan back-to-back, right? Oh, I know it. I know it. Yeah. Coach, is it safe to say Nolan Ryan was the hardest thrower that you faced? I would say consistently from first pitch to last pitch, yeah. And and you know what, the other thing, it's one thing throwing 100 and you're only going to throw 75 or 80 pitches. This guy was throwing 150 pitches sometimes in a game. And and pitch 150 is still whatever it registered. was the same as pitch one. So, uh, you know, I admire a guy like that because of the, the longevity and the fact that he didn't really have any arm problems whatsoever. To be able to throw that hard for that long is, is pretty incredible. Coach, you never faced Steve Carlton, did you? Yeah, I did. Did yeah, you? Yeah, when I went to – yep. Nasty Sliver. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Who who was the toughest pitcher, you know, other than Roland Ryan, maybe somebody that, you know, had a great curveball or slider that just gave you trouble? I think because of his demeanor, I, I think uh, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson was an unbelievable athlete. Plus, he was mean. Uh, and uh, it, it wasn't fun, but, you you know, you got to battle. You gotta, once you get in the box, you got to say, hey, let's go. See what happens. And when you when you face that faster, filthy 98 stuff, it's not so easy to bunt, is it, Bo? Well, or they'll tell you, you better get it down. Yeah. So, <laughs> because if you didn't get it, they didn't like fielding bunt, so you better get it down if you're going to bunt. I mean, they, they, would, they would do all kinds of stuff to intimidate, especially when you were a young kid coming up. And I don't see any of that now with guys screaming at a hitter or something like that. Uh, they're so. helping each other up. They're patting each other in the back. They're laughing about <laughs> where, where did you go to dinner last night? I know night? Co- it, it, Coach hates that. Yeah, I mean, it's just too nice. It's a gentleman's game. It is a gentleman's oh, yeah. Game it's now. like golf. It's yeah. it's getting like yeah. golf, Coach. Yeah, I think we're yeah. out of time here. Yep, yep. Coach, okay. we want to thank, thank you so you. much, uh, you know, calling in, and uh, we look forward to uh, talking, to you later in, talking to you later in the season. Thanks again. All right, guys. There you go, Larry Boa, man, and and I've heard him before. He does not like all the you know what they say, grab ass and door, you know, before the game, uh, all the you know camaraderie and you know when he played, it was you know you were enemies, you know. In batting practice, you see these guys are in the outfield hugging each other, and he just doesn't buy that. I think he's as enthusiastic today being out of the game playing as he was when he played. His, he just... I, I got to tell you, his story is so amazing, and I, I just can't imagine t- in today's time with uh, you know travel ball and everything, a player that got missed. You talk about a guy that got missed. I mean, the guy got cut all four years of high school, okay? Played summer ball with his buddy. And just so happened to be seen by a scout um, who then sends him to junior college, and then he gets drafted by the Phillies. It's it's the story is it's 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 like watching Rudy, yeah, you know, or but Rocky. There, it's there, just there was a physical development when Chad tried out for the prep. He was really small. Mm-hmm. If you watched him over an extended period of time, you're gonna you're gonna not only sign him up, you're gonna bat him first and put him in center field. You saw his speed, but in a two day tryout. You know, in the gym because oh, it's raining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I'd say oh, that doesn't work for him. Boa was really small, and not to be king, you know, physically uh, overwhelming, but uh, he was really small. Yeah. You know, in, in when he was young, and, and he grew if, a little if, bit. If you, you know? look, if you look at his baseball fast. cards, uh, Chuck, oh, he, he he would choke up three, four inches. But it's it's 
you know, we had a kid in our town, uh, and you know, you hear fathers talking about their sons, but you know, one guy that I knew, he said his son was a, a late bloomer. And I got to tell you, the, the, the kid was, had an average high school career, uh, goes to junior college, and, and absolutely tears it up, yeah. gets a scholarship, and, and ends up getting drafted and, and made it to AAA. Yeah. So you just don't, you know, sometimes the scouts don't get it right. But that and, was, you know. I always was kidding Chad as told me he's 20 pounds away from Yankee Stadium. <laughs> he yeah. Got the strength. <laughs> yeah, well, did, I, if, you know? if I had Chad Speed, I'd still be playing. Yeah, I'm 52, well, so. Well, all right, so why don't we talk a little about what uh, <laughs> Batten did the other night, right? What, what I oh, God. So we trailed, brought it up to <laughs> Yeah, he's trailed just t- intentional walk. So Angels, yes, Angels coach uh, Joe Madden ordered Corey Seager to be walked intentionally with the bases loaded in in the bottom of the fourth inning against the Rangers, Uh, and it gave the Rangers a four-two lead. So crazy. What do we? uh, Let's talk about that and let's analyze that a little bit. I have done that many times, as Al knows. Amen. (laughs) The S word, softball, girl softball. Yeah, I bring it up proudly. Uh, at, at the high-level tournaments, gold tournaments, whatnot, uh, you're facing a kid you can't get out. She's she's a complete stud. She's going to a D1 college for, for softball. She's big and she's good, and you know you can't get her out. I'd rather deal with the five-hitter. I've, I've done some extreme situations. Uh, I never walked in the winning run. I've put the winning run on base many times to drop down to the five-hitter that we, especially when you, when you had book on the players, you knew you could deal with them, you know. So we've done it many times. Uh, I don't know that I would have done it where Mad did the other night. It stands out to me, Chuck, when you and I were together coaching and so forth. A third baseman up in Allentown and a first baseman in the Cinnaminson League that just tore us up and finally you said, I'm not pitching to her. Yeah, just and it worked out fine. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, in, in a uh, championship series, I was not walked. Uh, they called timeout with the bases loaded. Bottom of the seventh, down by three. I mean, you couldn't have, you know, just like in the movies. And sure enough, they were talking about it, and I ended the game. But that, that's just oh, softball. Right. That's yeah. only softball. Right, so let's right, not right. even – let's we, uh, l- let's get – We had a we had a big <laughs> 13-year-old in Little League, uh, and this is when they changed the rules where – now 13s could play in one overlapping season. Correct, yeah. Age yep. change. Mm-hmm. And this kid's, you know, playing on a 200-foot little league complex. Right. And he's 6'2". Ooh. And as a 12-year-old, he had like 13 home runs. Uh, we get him in a championship game, and I said to my coach, Chuck, I said, uh, we're going to walk him four or five times. And he said, <laughs> there'll be a riot if we do that. Sure. And we walked him five times. And guess <laughs> what? And guess what? You won the game. There was, we won the game. <laughs> 13 to 12. Okay. He doesn't get the bat with like 14 men on base. And oh, yeah. Hey, guess what? There's out. no doubt he would have killed you. Hey, guess what? Out in the parking lot, there was a riot. Really? The father. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not going to mention any names here. I'm not sure the dad will ever listen to this podcast. But, uh, yeah, I'll sanitize but, everything. So but that's what happened. Just to give you a quick stat, and then we'll go to Coach Al. Since 1955. This is the third time, in case you're wondering, that someone's been intentionally walked to score a run. Um, but the only time where the team that walked the batter was losing the game at yeah, the time. That's what makes it crazy. Yeah. 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 It, listen, it, he's not Bonds, and he's a great player, uh, Corey Singer, but uh, n- not prolific enough where I'm, I'm going to walk him there. That, I think it's a bit – 
he said he did it to shake up his team. They were trailing. Sure. And when he did it, it the infielders were like, oh, my God, let's go. They all got jacked up, you know. Oh, yeah. saw the coach do something outrageous like that. So, ah, time's up. Did time's you, up. Did, did you hear Boa when we asked him if he – when I asked him if he would do it? Uh, yeah, it was – <laughs> no, it was, uh, and I knew, I knew how he was going to answer that. Well, uh, we got one incredible catch, um, Tim LaCastro. If you didn't see it, look it up. Yankees outfielder makes an insane catch, full extension, uh, diving grab, ball that was smoked into the yeah. left center gap. Yeah. Guys, we'll, we'll take some time back here because we just want to put it out there for everybody to take a look at. If oh, you yeah. missed it. Part oh, yeah. of our job is to keep you aware week to week of what goes on. What we, we, there's some opinions that, that we go against. There's oh, yeah. Some things that are misstated that we try to be the, the voice of reason, the fact checker. And there's also some plays we don't want you to miss. Absolutely. So if you missed uh, Tim LaCastro, uh, check it out. And then in the same game, the Yankee outfielders made two incredible games. It was, I think it was Sunday. Boy, it was a, it was a great day for – We don't miss it because we, we get the uh, group text from Chuck, Chuck with, yeah. with the play, play. and explain. And I'll tell you what, it, you do miss some of these other games. Yeah. yeah so you appreciate to see uh, these amazing plays. I'm excited to get – we can buzz out of this one because we'll take some time back. Uh, I'm excited for this next one. All right. Every once in a while, we're going to put our coach's hat on. Put our coach's hat, uh, Al. You, you got it on. There sure you go. Sure to be controversial here. I'm going to put a dip in real we quick. Have, we have a lot of coaches out there. And, uh, yes. Why don't you set the table here? So last last Ray. Monday, the Red Sox were playing the Twins. Uh, flash forward to mid-game. Mm-hmm. The runner on first and third, no outs. The Red Sox were down 4 nothing. Short fly ball to left field. The runner at third can't score, but he faked tagging up, drawing the throw to the cutoff man. The runner on first sees the throwing motion home by the left fielder and runs to second base. <laughs> is, is the advance by the trail runner preventable? Wizkid, bat leadoff. Certainly preventable, but has to be executed right. You got to okay. hit the cut. That's what the we're cut's got to know this guy's going or not. If he's being, if everyone's screaming cut, cut, he's not running. Then he's got to know to catch that ball and turn and assess second base really quickly. Definitely preventable. But with if depending on the distance with a quick guy uh, on first, you just brought the, the key it gets word tough. distance. Yeah, of the cut, it, it right? gets tough. Where the where the cut is located has to change, and they don't change enough in Major League Baseball. We again make the bricks off walk like three times in a row. But we used to work with the gals that you have to know your hitters, you have to know your ballparks, you yes. got to know arm strength. And you have to adjust according. Do you? Now let me ask you: Do you think the ball players today care enough to even are even doing that now? No. And, and no. listen, high, I mean, I was in high school, and we always counted the steps. You know what I mean? That's to the good fence. Coaching. That's good coaching. Absolutely. You know, we, we threw balls off of the fence on certain angles. If there was, a, you know, an odd angle. We've had outfields where there was hills. We had to run up a hill. You know what I mean? Here's why. Warning I'll, track. How he, many feet to the warning track? I mean, we always did that. Here's why I'll say no, and I ask people who attend major baseball games to take a look at this. In the, I call it the tandem cut. It's absolutely double cut. Double, yeah. Double cut. Yeah, absolutely. Take a look at it. The trail guy is supposed to can adjust his position based on the flight of the ball. They don't do that. They go out there and stand there a lot of times where they're not in the right position if there's an overthrow 
or if there's a short hop that bounces a, they're not in the right position. So in answer to your question, I really don't think they put a lot into it, to tell you the Absolutely truth. not. But did you ever see when it's executed perfectly oh, beautiful. how beautiful it is? Uh, and, can, and, can, and you're watching it from, like, over, you know, a distance shot? Oh, we have one. Wow, i got to take time out oh, here. It's taking overtime. Executed perfectly. Can we say overthrow of two cuts? And then there's a third cut who catches the ball and backhands. Yeah, the Jeter it's play. called Derek Jeter, the greatest play in history. And, yes, they did practice They do that. practice they that. Do practice we we that. had it. Thank funny. you, because everybody we believes had, we're making they don't, that up. Exactly. We had a coach, uh, assistant coach, a former assistant coach from San Diego State uh, University, uh, actually a good friend of Larry, uh, Larry Boas. Um, we talked about that because nobody believes. They just thought Jeter – out of nowhere. Instinctively. Exactly. Made this. And it was an amazing oh, play. And God. probably, you know, two out of ten guys could, could, could uh, you know, make it work. But they do practice Practices. throws from, you know, bad balls. And we're, see, technically in baseball, you don't see it now. But everybody should be moving Somewhere. on every play. Somewhere. That's the first thing you learn when you're ten years old. Right. Don't just stand there. You know, left fielder, when the ball's hit, back up first or, you know, back How much up do you love that rambunctious 13-year-old that's backing up everything oh, in right field? Man. The uh, catcher's throw, the pickoff, you see him moving. Kid's exhausted because he's actually literally trying to be in the throw line for everything you, that goes on. You don't even see that in the pros in right field. Go ahead, Coach. And another thing you need is conversation. You may have that word cut. But whether yeah, it's cut no, two, this talk. or that, Absolutely. do something. Participate Absolutely. in the play, even if you're not directly involved in it. If you watch a great high school team, uh, and we have many, you know, we're in southern New Jersey, and we have some nationally ranked high school programs literally 10 miles away from us. To watch those teams even warm up, yeah. okay, or, or or just watch them practice, just take infield, and just hear the chatter and, and the love for the game and how everyone's moving, and then you go watch the Phillies. You know, and I'm not knocking the Phillies. Right. You know, I understand when you're making ten, twenty million a year, it's hard to get up for anything. Mm-hmm. But it, it, you know, the 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 true way the game is supposed to be played is just we're losing it. It's 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 going well, and the, going the and labor, going. The labor contracts eliminate like a lot of teams now don't take infield. Yeah. Pro game. Yeah. I think Boa told us last year that it's in the contract. They don't do it. <laughs> you know whether it's in the contract, I'm not sure. But teams don't do it anymore. How much did I used to love watching Johnny Callison with my dad shag uh, fungos back at the bus sign? Uh, yeah. I, sh- I should know the name of the of the bus company. It uh, could be trailways. Right field. <laughs> and everybody thinks I'm lying, but my dad was with me, so I'll swear on my dad. Yeah. Callison used to throw a BB, the home plate, okay, for right field at the warding track, and he did it all the time and on the line. And he'd be like, that's like 320. You know, what a norm. It was so much fun to watch the warm-ups, but they yeah. don't do that stuff anymore. You no. can't see your outfielders you- with the best arms. Display that in the, the, There's nothing better than a, a, a real nice shortstop making the smooth double play and just hopping over the bag and you, just that whip of an arm, you, you know, Coach? Yeah. You know the most fun I've had yet in the baseball game? It's a true story. Chad was there. We got tickets the, the, the minute they announced that the Yankees were coming in a few years ago. We got a bunch of seats, mm-hmm. like 15, right in Diamond Club, right back home. Park. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to see uh, – 
Stanton and Judge take BP. Now, there's a oh, trick to that because they yeah. don't take BP every game. So we had to talk to some people uh, on the Yankees. With and the, find you know, out, and yeah. And they said, we'll be hitting, like, the first night there. Right. For sure. Um, and then we had to get the Phillies to let us in early. So you didn't miss the first group. I think they hit in groups of five. Yeah. The big league, yeah. They, okay? they do, you and know, if that group's hit, they're done. First swing's going the other way. Yeah, we, they, 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 you know, they you work that it. way. But we're all there. And these guys start launching them. They look like they're going to hit you know, the scoreboard. Is it insane? Case. And all of a sudden, right, was it Stanton or? or it was Stanton. Stanton. It was Stanton. I was there, too. A ball, <laughs> and a kid standing up at the top rail, Rhett Rowe, reaches to his left with his glove, knocks it down. Didn't catch it, but we have video of it. If he moves his glove, it's out of Citizens Bank oh Park. Yeah. Which, left, left center. Unbelievable. We all agreed before that. We Well, obviously, we know, guys. Nobody could ever hit one out. So we looked at every nook and cranny. Yeah, and yeah, we, were like, yeah, yes. we were measuring two feet between the scoreboard and the right field pavilion. We were going, no, no, Harry Keaton, no. Yeah. We looked at this area and said, no way. And this kid catches, knocks the ball down. And then the next day, not me, I'm on the phone with the Phillies en- engineering department. <laughs> to see if they could give us a measurement on that batting practice ball. Right. But the thing is, the point I make, every other ball they hit was a moonshot. I always and, oh, I always so wondered fun. how they would Al, hit. Al, you were there, right? You yes, did. sir. I, I always wondered how a major league player would hit with an aluminum bat. Yeah, they should do so that. So, well, it, it's, it's the, only, the closest I ever got to was my senior year. Uh, I was on a college visit to Seton Hall. So, Craig Biggio and Rick Cerrone – we're hitting in the cage. My boy, Rick's around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're a Seton Hall guy. Yeah. And then um, Mo Vaughn, it was his yep. junior. It was his junior year, and he hit yep. you know 16 homers as yep. a freshman. He looked I mean, the great. fence was 299, but right. anyway, I mean Mo yeah. Vaughn was hitting. Yeah. So I'm watching Mo Vaughn hitting with a back then was a black magic. I'm I'm age, you know dating myself here, but I'll put it to you this way: it's the the bats they have today, it would be like swinging a lead pole, you know, just a, a regular pipe, you know what I mean, yeah. compared to the metal that, you know, they have now that goes to, you know, but, to Mars. But why not add them to one of the uh, the big league all-star games? I know. To, aluminum I think they would kill. Uh, I think it would go because, through the net. And it would kill someone. Because last year in Colorado, it, I thought the home run contest was sensational to watch. In Colorado, right, where right, everything was a rocket. You well, know? before we go, to Coach Al, I will tell you this: I've, I've, I've seen bats like, especially Pete Rose. The lacquer was so thick on his bat, it felt like an aluminum bat. Yeah. So the wood bats that you kind of buy at Dick's, guys, isn't the same wood that these guys get. And I'll go to my grave swearing that these balls they're hitting are just wound a little tighter than maybe we get in, you know, college and high school. And uh, well, they keep experimenting with the balls and, and how they're wound every year. Now right. they got a concern. Now they think w- they wanted to do so. Well, we'll move on. I know we're getting long. Yep. Ended, but we're getting Chad's buzzed. The, Coach, did you have something? I was going to say, if you do that with aluminum bats, the pitcher's going to have to have a mask. The oh, third yeah, baseman have yeah, a mask no. because somebody's going to really get oh, crushed. I just, I just I, wanted I to see it in batting practice. BP. Yeah, yeah, yeah just batting practice. Just BP. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they would kill, yeah, they would kill each other. Yeah. I mean, you'd have yeah. to play. Oh, Lord. All right, real, uh, now this, uh, you know, I've seen Chuck get excited. This is ridiculous. But nothing like this. This is unbelievable. This slide, it, and i got to tell you, it, it, it was amazing. Still in the same Boston game last Monday, Raphael uh, Devers – 
or Devers for Boston made perhaps the best slide ever. Ever. Ever while sliding into third base. Now, I had to watch this because you sent it to me. I mean, it, this guy. There's no rule he, to be safe. Th- there's no there room. wasn't. And, I mean, this guy moved his arm. How about the umpire? He stays with the call. How does the umpire stay with the call? This guy looked like he was tap dancing with his arms. The umpire could have called I mean, him out on premise six times. Oh, yeah. And he's looking could at you, it. Go ahead. Yeah, can uh, you imagine Can you imagine the umpire? Who's the umpire? He went to Elon. I should know this. He just retired. Wet, not West. Who, who, who's the umpire? Country Joe West. Country Joe West. Yeah, yeah he country, went to, went to Elon. Joe West, man. He, he wouldn't even – he wouldn't have stayed that oh, long. No. He'd have punched him out as soon as the ball got oh, there. Oh, my Lord. And I'm going to yeah. tell you something, Chuck. Uh, you know, not for nothing. A lot of these umps, you know, ball beats the runner, man. Yeah. I mean, maybe now because of uh, instant we, replay. We, but in the old days? We've baited your curiosity. We ball should, beats him. We should describe the play, but we won't even endeavor to do that because and just endeavor watch to do it endeavor. just watch words there. but this is a guy who's out six times <laughs> and keeps <laughs> pulled as he rolls does it like a 360 around the base. pirouette he keeps pulled his arm back and puts the other one out he pulls that one out it looked like he was grabbing for apples <laughs> i don't know what this guy was doing and, and the guy's trying to get the tag down he's slapping sure. out. yeah this was something you thought it was it, it, Keystone Just Cops, watch it. But watch anyway, it. Okay. You, you got to dial it up. Whew. Switch. So Irving, switching sports Irving's here. Irving's given the figure to the Boston fans and comes out and has five points the next game. How about yeah, that? Whatever. So Kylie Irving flips off the Celtic fans during Sunday's awful 115-114. Irving, the whole thing. I'm done with him. Uh, yep. Yeah. And he, he was fined uh, $50,000. Yeah. And then they put the two, what, Tatum and was it Brown, uh, the other guy, and they shut down everybody, uh, Durant and him. And just played well, the, in the last half the other night with the Celtics, Durant was 0 for 10 from the field. Irving was 1 for 7. They were 117 between those two Oof. in the second yeah. half. So they had a big about, lead early. Yeah, when you talk about playoff uh, defense, and Eskin and I were talking about this last night on the, on the substitute show for Thursday night. I called in last night. Howard had a good point, man. He was talking about the injuries in postseason. And my point was, Howard, if you're expected him to play that level defense in the regular season, right. nobody will no. be left. No, of in course post-season. not. You cannot. Of course not. These guys are so quick. Look at Maxi's speed. I compared it to Havlicek. <laughs> Could you imagine two of them in a dribble up and dribble back to court ten times? He'd be ten, and Havlicek would be at five. I mean, now you're asked to cover these guys. In the playoffs, you got to get up in your grill oh, yeah. and bust through picks and stuff like that, and the players break down of they course. get hurt there people, would be no knees left, left. people yes, have the misconception there's not that good a defense being played in the nba the offense is so great of course that you don't realize it i mean you got kids you never saw that are averaging 18 20 a game and yeah. they were like a second or third round pick or a free agent type of thing it's it's just amazing but marcus smart gets in your face yeah. not only defensively with his hands and body with his mouth uh-huh. and yeah. he was in there jock for lack back of little words that whole night just to be clear to push back we love that's what this show is about thick skin and pushbacks you're not saying that in a regular season that they're playing defense they, not nearly they like they, in check, the playoffs. Out. they no. check out yeah they oh check yeah out. yeah 
Uh, you know what I noticed? Sixers played better defense this year. Yeah, also. we'll talk about that. that. You know, I know my Did rant, Chad leave? My rant, I, I was, Chad, wait a minute. Chad. You stole my – I was going to say uh, our producer, Jim the producer, <laughs> is, real uh, is out today. He's out today. So we, we, we have Chad the whiz kid producer, <laughs> but he kind of fades off. He, he hasn't settled – he hasn't, he hasn't participated well, or in anything. Is he overwhelmed? By, he's overwhelmed. By, by, he asked Boa one question, yeah, then he went to sleep. A little nervous. He's a little scared. Little, I think no, he's a little scared. Got a little nervous at the golf course this week. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Well, I think there's an answer for this. What's he's that? putting a hundred percent into producing, producing. figuring the he three, is. three of yeah, us have not, enough quality. Like have and he'll time. just interject once in a while. That, he looks, that's remember, very true. I'm, I'm, I'm watching. Little, I'm the, watching these green bars, making sure the audio. Yes. is coming right, through. Right, right, Do you right, remember? Remember the cartoon? Who was the little kid with? Where we having lunch? Wait a minute. Remember the little kid with the glasses? Hello, Sherman. Sherman. You guys remember? It was in the seventh. Is that Mr. Peabody? It's Mr. Peabody and Sherman. That's you. You're Sherman. Mr. Hello, Sherman. Look at the bars, yeah. Sherman. Uh, Dad, at the bar. Dad, your one green bar is down. All right, here we go. They're and gonna he, make. And he, and he loves that. Oh yeah, he, he loves, loves that damn bro. Look, he's smiling and laughing. That that buzzes from yeah. St. Pete's. Uh, what do you expect? He, he drives him. He drives a Tesla. We got the buzz anyway. before all the players left St. Pete's. They I got your yes. back, pal. Coach the player. <laughs> as soon as I got the buzzer, all Thank the kids you. left the university. You know. All right, so you're going to stick me with all these Japanese names, oh, but I, I think I got it. Yeah. So uh, we have a absolute phenom in uh, Japan, and his name is Roki Sasaka. Well done. Roki Sasaki. Um, he plays for the Chiba Lote Mariners yeah. in Japan's Nippon professional baseball. He's 20 years old, and I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> he may or probably will be the next superstar. God knows what the bidding war What's is going to be. Cost so, wait, real, let, me, let me throw a couple of things at you before Do we it. get started. He's, been, he's 17 innings, 17 innings, people. Uh, that's almost two games for you and me to, uh, since he's allowed a base runner. He throws over 100. He's only 20. <laughs> 20 he's got a old. filthy splitter. And on April 10th, he threw a perfect game with 19 strikeouts. In his next start, he threw eight perfect innings, and his manager took him out of the game, guys. Yeah, yeah, I would have shot him. <laughs> I would have I been rolling around on the mound with my coach – Unless it was Sada Hata O. Yeah. Because well, he died, ML, I believe. A very well-respected MLB scout said, quote, on any given day, he could be the best pitcher in the universe. His splitter is as good as Shohei Otani. Okay? So unfortunately, wise, wise, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, God. He speaks. He speaks. I'm so here. He speaks. Here, I do. Whoa, whoa. Unfortunately, we may not see this yes. guy for like, Five years, they're saying. Right. Between all the agreements, agreements and yeah. unless something changes in July with like the player bargaining agreement, something along those lines, we may not see this guy for like four or five years with the rules. Unless he wants to take some huge risk that he's just gonna come over to the MLB, maybe get a very minimum contract or something to start. I was reading. I don't know all the ins and outs, but no. uh, I'm reading that it may be a few years until he finally gets over here. It's 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 a shame that this kid. Would have to. It's. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a comparison. It's like when Ted Williams, okay, went to the army for for two three seasons in his prime. You know what he could have done, or, or maybe if Mickey Mantle would have, maybe not drank for a night or two. But <laughs> um, anyway, I can't imagine because now the team, the team that uh, the major league team 
that this guy's going to play for, if I'm not mistaken, the well, Dodgers. He, he's got to get Dodgers or Yankees. He's got, they got to buy him out. Yeah. So before yeah. they even give not this guy 180 million, they got to give his team 50 to 80 million. It, yeah. It's insane the money they throw around for this guy. Keep keep an eye on this kid. Yeah. You it reminds me way back when Johnny Vandermeer threw back-to-back no-hitters, never wow. mind perfect games. That's yeah. insane. I, I say this. We have a lot of exciting topics. What time do we start, Chad? We're about 58 minutes, 57 minutes in here. So why don't we skip Kershaw, who came out with a perfect game. Uh, I think all of us would like to see them stay in, right? Yeah, again, yeah. I, I would yeah. have tackled, you, you know, the coach. Um it's 80 pitches. Guys, yeah. he, got, he got taken out with 80 pitches. 80 pitches, yeah. Uh, so here we go. We were talking about Atani a minute ago. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's the number one baseball player in the game. It's, I, it's easy by far. I got to tell you, you are spot on. I mean, I know. was thinking – I was getting a glass of milk last night, I swear to God, and I was saying to myself, he's got to be considered yeah. like the greatest – I don't think he's getting the accolades that no. – with the Angels, he's do, not. Do you, for, for the Yankees, he would be. Oh, yeah. oh God. But he, if, he, if he improves the both parts of his game, you say improve, right? Right. He's very good. But when he becomes unbelievable, if he does, if, remember my theory last year that they would uh, curtail the oh. pitching part to let him be an unbelievable hitter or vice versa. I think vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if, if he's able to develop both skills, and I don't think he can, and become elite level – then there's no argument about him being a – I mean, he could and be right now. I, b- I believe the Wiz kid said last week um, – uh, another stat I'll bring back for you. He has the hardest hit ever recorded in Major League history at 119 miles per hour. Can you imagine? I he, think that was, like, yeah, like was last that, week or so. Yeah, we, I, we said I that. I think he may have topped it himself. No, really? Like – Few days later, well, like well, a one nineteen point one, and you're mentioning Stanton. You know what I'm saying? Like leverage, he leverage not? guys. Look at his gait. Yeah, L- yeah. look at his fault when he swings. Yeah, the leverage that he he, he puts and, his whole body. These and, Japanese and, hitters, and it's like Ichiro. They do it right. Yeah, right. So they he, they they not only get their butt into it, but it's almost like half their body. Show us, right? Can you stand up? I, and, I can't. And, I'll, <laughs> I'll fall down and get hurt. I want to eat lunch. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll probably be stuck with. Ray, lunch. was that one so, percent milk you had? Uh, last no, year? only oh. I, I the thickest whole milk right from the cow. So oh, what's uh, his? Con- I suck it right from the teat. <laughs> First half billion. Well, I knew yeah. it had to be one or the other. <laughs> uh, First half billion dollar contract when when he's up. E- oh, easy. Right. He Half has to billion. be. But look what you're getting. Yeah. He could literally go to arbitration and say, I won 20 games and I hit 300. Couldn't he, Chad? Absolutely. And, and, and couldn't he get $60 million a year? Because, oh. Like, I'm just. I he, could see it. Right? In arbitra- he might get awarded that. But real I, quick, I, before I, we I change. I move that we shelf pitch clock to next week. Really? All right. Why do people want to hear to this? To get to Jay Wright, man. all right. We gotta, we gotta focus. So on speaking Jay of Jay Wright, Jay Wright, I just got a text. Two, two and a half I, I just got a text. Check um, this out. Next week, got a text from. Let me go on my phone. Coach Steve Lapis, um, and he he wrote back. I, I said, "Can you come on?" And 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 not for nothing. I gave him five minutes notice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Coach Lapis is a friend of mine, and I I said, "Can you come on and just talk about?" Uh, 
Jay Wright for a few minutes. And, and of course, typical Steve Lapis. I would love to, Ray, but I'm just getting ready to tee off. So uh, <laughs> maybe, next, uh, maybe week. next week maybe we'll next get week. him on. I mean, this all this guy does is golf Shocking and, and is, work yeah. for ESPN. All but right. Who wants to open up with Jay Wright? Go ahead, go Jay ahead, Wright. Al. A legacy. I guess there's so many adjectives you can give him. I mean, he started uh, paid his dues, was at Hofstra and so forth before he had a winning record and that. But uh, probably acknowledged as some people are saying the best coach ever, especially in this region and so forth. But what he's done is amazing. As far as the pro- the product he puts out, he wants three and four year players. That's why he doesn't get that six eleven guy. It's going to go one. Send him to Kentucky. Right, one he, and done. He's not a one and doneer. No, and he he hasn't had any rim blockers, you know. No, since but, but, Oshefu but, back like six eight years ago. But coach, look at Kyle Lowry, who's actually gotten better, better, and better, and is now solid. Oh yeah, there's a, a bunch, solid professional. Yeah, there's right? a, bun- a bunch of Villanova guards getting better in the NBA. Hey, Mikael yeah. Bridges is yeah. super yeah. player, and they're so fundamentally sound when they leave that program. I I remember, however. <clears throat> um, Dear, dear friend of mine is a, a big supporter of Villanova, close with, J, uh, close with Jay Wright. He was very close with Raleigh Massimino, used to stay at his, his uh, shore house. Um, I remember when they wanted Jay Wright out of Villanova. Yeah. This was, you know, what, there, <laughs> 10 years ago? There, but was a, there was a bad time. Absolutely there was a bad time. He, he couldn't win the big game. Yeah. And now look at him. He's going down as possibly – Arguably, the, the best six, the coach. The sixteen championship came upon us quick. Oh my God! And he won it. He got. Oh, got we're taking. I'll take my yeah, overtime got here. Got so he's five twenty and one ninety seven. Yeah, are you kidding me? Is six uh, six biggies championships, man? And you get a ring for those. Okay. Including two national championships, twenty one years. I can't believe it. Everyone's in shock. He, you know, he. You know, swears he's kind of burnt out a little. Wants to. And know, Angelo spend- today had the bomb basket, and you know, once again, I love Angelo, <clears throat> um, but to call uh, the Eagles coach to won the Super Bowl, help me out, right Andy Reid, Doug Peterson. Oh, I'm Doug sorry, Peterson. Doug Peterson. <laughs> Andy <laughs> won his own yeah, for Kansas City. Yeah, Doug Peterson, the the all time. It's a joke. It's it's not even a contest. Right. Uh, the fact that Jay Wright has two championships in, in three years. Uh, and all the biggie stuff, but you know he's be, done it right. Beyond that, his kids graduate. Beyond that, he is such a great dresser. This is coming from a father <laughs> with three St. Joe grads. Yes, uh, and even if the basketball team in that time had been good, which they weren't, uh, I would have always, I always was a Villanova fan. I used to go to the Plaster with yep. Howard Porter. We'd go up against the geezer. Kenny, Kenny Durrett. Uh Welcome to the Porter House. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I mean, all kinds of these no, signs. I, I really but have. We drove. Re- go, go hold ahead. on. Hold on. I really have to give him credit as a St. Joe's guy. Oh, thank you. Here, he uh, he really is a great dresser. He is. Uh, Boyd's fantastic. in Philadelphia. Love it. As a matter yeah. of fact, Coach well, Lapis. A, I've been there with Coach Lapis before. Yeah. He loves it too. Yeah, but ever notice during the interview, he seems to say everything right. Yeah. You, know, you always watch guy people being interviewed. Yeah. And you say, how would I answer this question spontaneously? He always seems to answer every question, the best possible answer to that question, with a smile. And he did Villanova. He did Villanova right. Oh, what a nasty. And I'm not just, just you know, no pun intended with his name, but he really did. He's uh, left them. 
um, in great hands, and I think they're going to be can continue success, continued success. But real quick, in 30 seconds, is he done or is he getting That's this Lakers job? That's the I question. keep hearing the Lakers. He's not going to L.A. He's done for one reason. Why? His wife wants him home. Sure. He's at for that year. age. For he wants year. to enjoy driving up the Sea Line Avenue with a new car. Yes. Go to the better restaurants. Go to the gym. He does that now. He deserves, yeah, with the pressure, yes, man. The recruiting, Just recruiting. Recruiting be trips. It's oh. almost he has nothing to prove. Nah. If you so, want to put it that way. I'm curious to see. And there's another reason. I'm, I'm, well, what's the other reason? Gillespie out. Yeah. Every other time, there's been an heir apparent guard, yeah, averaging fifteen Italian, pass the baton to, yeah, that's going to be the next Gillespie, yeah, not this year. Yes, he's got recruits, does, but does not have that player that's Colin Gillespie or all the ones Laurie and all the ones before that. So he's does smart enough to see that. Hold on, does he lose? Last thing, last ten seconds. Does he lose anybody to the portal? Or any recruits. I think it's. I think in a week or two you may see one or two guys let's, elect to go to the transfer let's, portal. Let's end on a great question. That's a great question. Thank you. Uh, but I think uh, we may see that by next show. Think, uh, so we got. We're we, running a little yeah, late. Let's go. Let's go to the Sixers and then the question. Oh, we have to we, go to the Sixers. We, we hit on the scoring problems the MLB has with, with Bo. Yeah, Bo. Yep. So we'll do the Sixers and the questions. We're going to do Sixers okay. and and we have to do we the caller questions. Watch you. We don't become so, a half show. Uh, so my last rant, and so be it. If yeah, it's okay, good, it let it go. So be it. My rant last week. So be it. He said. So be it. My rant last week, people. People, I was right. Yeah, hey, they yeah. said they were going to win. I mean. hey, give me a couple of <laughs> Chucky boy. Um, Your day will improve. Thank you. So the Sixers are up three to nothing, guys. I believe he's all picked the other team. Um, over the Raptors and Don't. set up. Uh, we are set up for the sweep, as Moses Malone said years ago. Fo, 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 baby. But they went foe, five foe. Anyway, Saturday, led by MVP candidate Joel Embiid. He is the best player since Mike Schmidt. Absolutely. Guys, now, do you think they take a break? Do you think they not? Do you think they turn it up in the playoffs, Chad? I do. I think we're going to see a 4-0 sweep here. Absolutely. You got you talk about guys averaging 20. How about these guys, Maxie and uh, Coach? Help me. Who else? Everybody's Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Harris. Mr. Mr. Harden. Yes, and Mr. <laughs> Harden. Okay. He's a facilitator. Take He's it. a facilitator. Take it from somebody who is critical of the Harden trade. Yes, you. If they were, if they had said, and forget the money. Yes, that does not justify equivocation. So forget the money for a second. If they said we're looking for Harden to move the ball. He doesn't play defense. He can't say play defense. Did you but, see that bounce pass but, he but made tr- half oh, court? No, no. I'll, I, you never okay. heard me say bad passer. You All never right. heard right. me say he wasn't assist, okay. David. Okay. If you're looking for him to be the fourth score, maybe even third, I'm okay. They me were too. bringing him in to be the second elite Yeah, player, they were. And that he wasn't. He He's not. You're right. It. He's now fourth. Hold okay. On. So in wait a minute. season stats. Okay. He's fourth. It's all close. It's obvious Embiid, right. Maxi, way up there at like twenty six. Sure, sure. How about the team shooting forty six percent from three? I said on the radio, dude. Well, uh, and the yeah. guy Tom Kelly. How about he, it? He, he he was saying Embiid's 
going to average 35 points a game in the next series. And Howard and I, I called up and said, Howard, how much of that action can we get right now on Embiid averaging 35? Well, how about but, this action? But, now, we got to do something. He's with fourth you. in scoring. How about this? Assist up. Okay. Yeah, that's Real roll. quick, I want to put this out there. Burn. Mr. Mr. Send, Mr. Send Lex, that, wait, Daddy Warbucks, Dad, I'm taking Chad's overtime. Send I'm telling you, send the buzzer. If they win the championship, here yeah. we go, St. Pete. If yeah. they win the championship, you apology. will wear a Harden jersey for a week straight. No, that's easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I, I Should we do that? I'm going to do your little scooter up with Harden jerseys too. Yeah. yeah. But this is what you should look for. Yes. The next round, look for his playoff numbers, true to form to depreciate greatly like they okay. do every year in postseason basketball the last three or four. He's getting older. I'm not talking about when he's 23, 24. Okay? He they will, he will not be the three-point shot. The other night, he was out of the game. Mm-hmm. It was Embiid, right? What were the options? Maxi, okay? Danny Green. Danny yeah. Green Harris. But you were not going to call for your superstar to take that three. Nobody inside the Sixers organization today, this may be the best point I'll make all day, would say to you at lunch today, truth be told, yeah, you know, we were saying no way Harden's getting that shot. No way Harden was taking that three-point shot. I disagree. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Help me out, Ray. You don't Help think Harden would take the last shot? Are you no, kidding me? I didn't me? see that, that they would make a play for him. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, right. They're going in beat, baby. And then? And <laughs> probably Maxie right. or, or you know. Okay, so we do agree, Counselor. Yeah, I rest, but, your, I rest your honor. All right, here we go. Uh, questions? Lucky number 13, the caller questions. Paula from Camden. Yes, Paula, thank you. Have women gotten a fair chance for opportunity and success in professional sports I mean, as men? Unequivocally, no. Of course not, no. The uh, female reporters... Uh, we're, we're here and now. I, I'm sure you guys remember how they were treated by such uh, as such uh, straight up professionals as Mr. Manning for the Colts. Uh, and there was reports yeah. of how he treated female right. um, sportscasters, uh, uh, you know, sports writers. Um, what do you think, Coach? I go way back when the Cleveland Browns were in town. A buddy of mine was the head of Channel 8 Sports in Cleveland, so I, I did worked in the booth with him, this and that. That was when female reporters were allowed to go in the locker room when they had clothes on or not. Mm-hmm. And they were treated horribly. Horribly. Guys, I know, guys would purposely undress and, and, and yep. go around them. Um, you now We now have a female... Uh, manager. Oh, we everywhere. have females coaching First in the NFL. Coaches. We have referees. Um, so I think, while I don't agree they've gotten a fair opportunity, but we are seeing some rise up and and it's, do some it's amazing things rapidly and in corporate America too. Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. The, the My Street, boss is a woman. Wall Street Journal's full yep. of we're backfilling as quick as we can. Here's a question. I come back to Paula. Um, I say this, they're starting to get opportunities they should have had decades ago. Granted, are we prepared to be fair judges when someone who gets the opportunity doesn't meet the criteria or deliver? I'm going to give you an example, not to be critical. I struggle greatly with the gal that's doing the Sixers call that did Embiid's call the other day. Mm -hmm. I find 
the actual call and to listen to it. I don't want to get in trouble here. I'm being objective. That I just found it to be unbelievably scratchy, kind of annoying, and not the right job. I mean, as far as the color analyst, back dated, all that stuff, interviews. Right. right. But as a game announcer, Al would. Well, it was ironic that I heard, and she never did mention that the shot went in. But then the answer to that was, while it was on TV, you could see yeah. it. But you could be in the next room. Right, right. Okay? Well, right, absolutely. When they play it on the radio, I just screech. And so maybe there's an opportunity, but is that the right person for the opportunity? You have to be fair about it, right? I mean, we're yeah, absolutely. But we are seeing, especially on, you know, look at ESPN. Yeah. I mean, uh, there the, the, there's women on most of their shows. Thank God. Absolutely, thank God. I mean, mean, it's only, you know, it'll be one woman with one woman with four, you know, guys, but it's at least something, like you said, Chuck. Would you put a female in as your first base coach to major baseball team if you had a long line of males more qualified, but you wanted to get a quota, you wanted to, you know, make the appearance, make it look good? Would you make that move? Because you know it's being done right now. And I. It's being done across. Oh, of course, it is. There, there's Cap, a Kapler did know, it. I, Kapler I, did it, and everybody started. I'll to give do you. It right I'll away. give you real quick. Uh, a, a friend of mine who we all know uh, lives in Cherry Hill um, is an assistant GM for the Royals, and, and I had called him. I'm sure, like everyone else did, and said, "Listen, I, I really want to get into scouting. This is before I, I started coaching in college." Um, I said, "You know what?" He said, "Ray." Every, this is what you're up against. Number one, you have to start at the bottom. You're a bird dog scout that makes zero, okay? And then as your guy that you report to gets higher and higher, well, he takes you with him. But he said every major league, minor league player, when they're done, that's what they want to get into. So that's what you're up against. So to answer your question, of course there's 500 guys that are more qualified than that girl to coach first base. But if you want to make a, a statement and, and try to start and, yep. and try to improve things, I guess you got to do it, you right? Got, you got to do it. We agree. What do you got next? Question, question from Mike from Cherry Hill. Who was the best Philly player on the last World Series yeah. team? Utley, Howard, or Rollins? Yeah, good question, Mike. Round and round we go on this. You know, Oof. you can't get three people to agree. You know, it's mine's Utley. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Utley clearly. Um, well, not clearly. I mean, yeah. you got to fight with with Rollins. But I'm going to tell you this: I'm a power guy, and Howard brought 50 home runs for the first time in history. Mike, Mike Mike Schmidt, ribs. the <laughs> most the most Schmidt he ever hit was 48, yeah. which is not bad. Howard's fought four or five year runs. It was an incredible. Ba- Babe Ruth numbers. Yeah, yeah. Babe Ruth numbers, kind of a little bigger than Babe Ruth, but. Yeah. Um, it's, that's a tough call. Uh, Mike, I got to tell you, Rollins or Utley, uh, Utley never won an MVP. So, you know, between him and Rollins, man. Utley's going to get more Hall of Fame votes when it's all said and done. You really think so? I know so. Wow. Yeah, that's a, so. I'll tell you what. Is that our second That's bet? a great bet. Who will get yeah. them? Uh, oh. All three of them. Chad, all three of them. Utley will get Who more gets the Hall most of Fame votes than Howard and Rollins put together. But no, I, I would no say, way. No I would way. say I okay. think Utley, Utley will have the best chance to make it. Really? Yeah, I do think so. Right. I do you think been watching he's watching the last 20 years of baseball. I, I have, but Jimmy Rollins has over 2,000 hits. 
He's got to have. I mean, he's got an MVP. It's a long defense. Stat. It's a longevity stat. Well, yeah. All right. Who do you who do you want up at the game on the line? Rollins or Utley? <clears throat> you should say what hand pitching, I guess. No, but well, okay. because he's one to yeah. switch hitter. Yeah. So clearly, sure. I mean, Good that would point. be <clears throat> right. Yeah. You're right. All right. Last question. Well, who, who do you want up? <laughs> who do I want up? Duck my question. Utley. Yeah. <laughs> Utley, the lefty. All right, our final question, Caleb from Mount Laurel. As a Mets fan, are they for real this year, and can they win a World Series? Where did you go to school, Ray? Go ahead. Get, get me. I will say this. I don't think so. I think eventually they will. Uh, they have an owner that's a billionaire, and he will eventually buy his World Series. I don't think it's going to come this year. We heard Larry Boa earlier uh, mention that right now they, they, they look like they're, you know, pretty solid team. But um, I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they make it to the World Series. Coach Al. Well, you got a few new arms you didn't realize until the season started uh, that uh, they just always seem to produce them. And, and I think a lot of it hinges. It's easy to say underground. I mean, he's having trouble every year. I mean, he's almost an unhittable, but you can't keep him healthy. That's all. I mean, that is such a sh- – you know, it's almost a matter of when, Chuck, these power pitchers are going to get hurt. Well, not just it's pitching, just, though. I mean, Alonzo, Cano, Lindor, Escobar, McNeil, Nemo, uh, Dominic Smith, they got a bunch of guys. I guess who's doing really good for them are Phillies guys, Benton. We, we couldn't sign him for a million and a half dollars. He's one of the fastest guys in baseball. Rocket for an arm. Jankowski. He's batting 381 for the Mets. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah There's another one to add. Yeah. There's another guy to yeah. add that leaves Philly, Yeah. you know, and becomes uh, but, but, a legend. But check this out. next team. Carlos Carrasco right now, and I, I know it's early, so ERA, take him with a grain of salt, 1.47. Our ERAs aren't 1.47, okay? This Bassett kid, this kid is filthy if you watch him at 3 RA. Then, of course, you got Max, the madman, at 2.50, and Tyler McGill at 2.202. Their bullpen, which has come under a lot of criticism in the past, uh, uh, still looks like it should. But um, they can hit. They have – they're meshing, but there's a culture around the Mets. Absolutely. And I don't know what it is. I can't define it. That's my first absolutely of the day, I believe. It just doesn't look like it wants to win. They collapse, don't they, they, Chuck? They always collapse. Yeah, or they they always collapse. Uh, But, you know, even games where they throw to the wrong base (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> they don't score. You know how I can best describe the Mets? Yes. Bases loaded, nobody out, and they don't score. You know, they, they don't have unselfish hitters to put the ball in play and that at bat, stuff like that. So I, d- I don't have high expectations, but we all know we have to be patient and see what teams do in July, the end of July. Look, look what Atlanta did last year. The top four guys for Atlanta of the five, top four of the five, were guys not in the roster mm-hmm. and, until they made all those trades. Uh, that was okay. a magic. That'll go down. Where Be- will that best, trade best, go down? Best GM. that nobody gave a, a, a crap about. Boa said it. It looked like an average baseball team. Yeah, Swanson and Ryo. They, those, those guys, are all MVP candidates. They weren't close to Harper's numbers. No. Thousand OPS. No. 
But the the moves that I should remember his name, Atlantis GM, we all know it. It's a Greek name, I believe. But, but the moves that he made were just tailor-made for that team. And then they all performed in the Rosarian or in the postseason. It was, it was just perfectly yeah. what they did. And they became stat leaders of the post-game statistics for the Braves, not the guys that were with them all year long. You know, isn't that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they really, uh, yeah, and stirred so, that team. Man. So when we answer these questions about where we expect project baseball teams to be, I come back with it from experience. Tell me what our GM's going to do in July, because that's good. That's going to be the defining, you know, moment. Are we going to buy or sell? That'll be for next yeah. week. We were go- we're going on long. Too so early. real quick Too rant. Right. Let's buy or sell. It's April tenth. I was wondering. Well, I'm I, saying I missed a month or two. Here. I'm <laughs> saying not sell. now. I'm saying <laughs> at the, the time. Uh, when the trade oh, deadline you, comes, don't you, put words in my mouth, Chuck. <laughs> put some filet mignon in my mouth, baby. You meant Chad. cars by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Chad, Rants, we give us out? something, Chad. Us We're something, not Riz. running out of nothing. Uh, come on, buddy. I don't have a rant this week. Good. He's busy producing. Yeah, Boy, what a deadbeat. Yeah, oh, God, you're Ch- awful. Chad to produce with his heart Hobbit shirt on. Right? Look, gonna, look him over there, right? Make sure your wife knows about you yeah. before you get married. I was quiet this Go week. Ahead. I had my Hobbit. Harvard. Let's go to the bar. Go ahead. It's a Harvard bar. Not really a rant, but just it's too early to do all these predictions and everybody, you know, with the Phillies hitting and all that type of thing. Let's see, let's see where they are after a month and then maybe form a little different opinion. Great point. Yeah. You know what? That It's simple and a great point because yeah. everybody's ready to jump. Last place. Right. Yeah, next week, <laughs> three-game series, they're in first place. Let's chill. Chuck, exactly. go ahead. 162 is a long damn way. You bet your butt and it is. Let's all get behind the guy and give him best ever. I mean, come on. Joel Embiid, we are so lucky and gifted and blessed to have this kid in town. And you talk about a guy. I don't like this word, by the way, but I got to use it here. You talk about a guy that's pissed off and plays pissed off. I mean, this guy. How about it? Yeah, I'm not going to win MVP. Let me go out and go get a hundred rebounds. What? What a what a rip off, man. Yeah, I mean, this kid is such a competitor, and uh, yeah, he may have some weak spots, like how he puts the ball on the floor when he's double teamed late and stuff like that. But I mean, th- th- we're we're blessed to watch a Joel Embiid. Uh, I think he anointed that status the other night when he makes that shot and uh yeah since he was like a little kid i mean that's the way he's he's the he's the best most dominating player in town since schmidt right absolutely and i am going to say a lot right there mr Embiid. here's a here's a compliment i am going to um since my rant last week was about the sixers i'm going to stay on that and i'm going to say Embiid reminds me of like a, a 6'10 Iverson, doesn't he? He's like a tall Iverson. The way he plays, he's tough. I think he's got a ton of heart. And like I said last week, I said that the Phillies, uh, oh, God forbid, from my mouth to, to, to God's ears, but unfortunately it won't be the Phillies, um, are Sixers. Up 3 nothing. They play tomorrow at 2 p.m. That's Saturday. Uh, I think they're going to sweep. Phoenix is getting hurt. That's right. Yeah, Booker. It is turning out to be. Yes, it is. It is and I want to jinx Follow them. Follow the yellow brick road. How about it? Follow it reminds me road. of the Super Follow Bowl the run. Brick. Yes, it what, is. Is it not remind you of the Super Bowl run? I was thinking it. 
I'm Absolutely. so happy you said it. You're, that's right. Where all of the pieces create the yellow brick road. That's right. And we're getting rings. Because the Eagles needed a miracle playoff ending. That's right. Because you certainly didn't want that quarterback coming to town. <laughs> okay? Breathe. And all of a sudden, there's no probability in Vegas of a win. And a guy catches a ball uh, with no time and runs 50 yards. And all of a sudden, you got Minnesota. During the season, as 62-yard field goal against the Giants for best <laughs> record. Everything they played a lot of teams that year that key guys were injured. If you can, no. let me just say and, one thing. And the Atlanta game. I was just going to say that interference. I am at the Atlanta game. It is past. I'm, I'm on the fifty. On Jones. I oh am, my god. Oh my god. It's that it, to watch those plays. And this guy catches the ball out of bounds. Are you kidding me? And then does it again the year after. But let me just – it was – to get the Atlanta game was the toughest game to get out of. Atlanta, right? It's it's for the people like Ray Dittinger uh, and his son. I don't know Ray. I've talked to Ray a million times. I don't know Ray personally. Met him. I don't act like I do. Uh, But what a Eagles fan with his son – and to hear, see them crying together, stuff oh, like that. Listen, uh, it, would, it would have been like me watching the Phillies with my dad. I did get a chance as a dad to celebrate a World Series with my kids at an age where they could remember it. We got all that video, priceless. I mean, to have that experience behind home plate with my kids, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Ray did. The Eagles' I, path was the yellow brick road, absolutely. And that's why I maintain great teams with great coaches go back. You can criticize Charlie Manuel all you want. That's he, right. He went back to the World That's Series. Yes, he did in 09. Yeah, he went back there, guys. Yes, Eagles sir. fans. The how Eagles. about how, uh, great story? So, um, a company I worked for after our sales meeting, they always you know would surprise us with something. So, after the Super Bowl, Ray Diddy and his son come to speak to us, and he told that story. Yeah. He was looking for now. His son works for NFL Films. He's at the Super Bowl filming the game. And he looks for his son after the game. Yeah. And he yeah. starts crying in front yeah. of us. There's a lot of stories. And he lo- grabbed his son and they hugged. And yeah, speaking he, of Diddy's the it's great. Speaking of Ray Diddy, we have our own Ray Diddy. Chad Ray, Diddy. What is Chad? He's drawing pictures. We apo- listen. Let me be the first to apologize for the absence <laughs> of the whiz kid from Harvard. <laughs> That's St. Joe Harvard. Uh, Chad, I'll tell you he's what too he's good doing. for us. I'll he's tell you too what good he's for doing. us. Yes. He's recapitulating our 930 conference call, which was a yeah. big call for Grimley. Yeah, recapitulating. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he, he's got his points. He's got to leave. Can we go game. recapitulate he's, some stakes? He's, he's leaving early because he's got to oh. get to Tesla. wedding to get to. And go to a wedding to Syracuse. Tesla has to get yeah, charged. Yeah, Tesla's <laughs> got to get charged. <laughs> the other Sorry. night, we're at dinner. I said, I'll see you at home. Sorry, do you have a plug for I, my I'll Tesla? See <laughs> I'll see you at home. He goes, Dad, I'm not What is this world? I'm not coming right home. Dad, I can't come home. I have to stop somewhere. Stop. He I have to tell stop and read a book he and would, charge my yeah, Tesla. With my Hobbit, with my Hobbit shirt on. Even though, and, yeah, and yeah. I said, well, bud, where yeah. do you got to go? He goes, oh, I have to, I have to charge my, yeah. my car. I said, do where you, do you sorry, go to do, do a, that? Do you have an extension cord? <laughs> <laughs> do you have an extension cord? Chad walks into Wawa Mom. and says, 
And they say, well, we have one, but it's only 15 feet. Yeah. Chad says, no, I need a 50-footer yeah, for my, I need my a 50 new Tesla. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, well, let me tell you something about that Tesla, okay? Yeah. And I, yeah. we shouldn't do this stuff here. Sure. We'll do it once. Sure. So I get my new car. It's fast. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay? It's fast. Yeah. Thank you. 577 horse, it's, to be exact. It's, it's the fastest thing ever in my life. And I pull out. The other day we're golfing, and I pull out. And here comes Chad, not looking for it. I'm the one clearing traffic on Haddonfield Berlin Road at 6 o'clock to get side by side. As I put my left hand down, and he didn't cheat. Right. And you don't hear it. He was 150 yeah. yards in jet. front of yeah. me. It's a golf cart. It's a jet. It really it, is. It, it yeah. is. <laughs> He's a millennial. I could throttle, yeah. Ray. Oh, I sure. could punch it. I was like, it's a waste of gas. Yeah, sure. Uh, this is fun today. He's, he's, got his, you know, he's got his Apple Watch. He's yeah. got his iPad. Yeah. His, hey, his it's iPhone. a Fitbit. Got his wedding. It's a Fitbit. I don't see how many steps I <laughs> make did. Sure you get, <laughs> make sure you get. Hey, hey. Said, Dad, yeah. I did 1,400 <laughs> steps to the Tesla. <laughs> How many did you do, Dad? Yeah, oh, Dad. Four? <laughs> four? Yeah. Everyone, yeah. we got to go to lunch. We got to go, man. We got to yeah. go eat. Thank you for eat. listening. What a, what a week. Check us uh, check us out next week. Check us out on social media. We're at WizKid. All right, we got speakingofsportspod.com for our website. Twitter, Speaking of Sports Podcast. The handle is speak underscore of underscore sports. Any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, Speaking of sports pod at Gmail. That's speaking of sports pod at gmail.com. Thanks, Bo. Great guest. Thanks, Larry Boa. Phillies. Bring it Uh, home. Thanks to Coach Lapis for getting back to us. Uh, (laughs) Sorry to see you go, Jay Wright. Check us out next week. Yep, that's it. It's a close.